you know, so making sure you're fulfilled in other ways, because if you're relying on your job for your sole place of happiness and fulfillment, um, a lot can go wrong if a little tiny wrench is, you know, thrown in the plan or if something little happens here or a project didn't deliver on time or, you know, what have you, it can really throw a wrench in your happiness and your mood and just your overall state of being. And we're back. Hiring talk. Brianna and Josh. Hello. Uh, thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Hiring Talk. Uh, this is the segment of the Hire, Hired Up podcast where we're talking all about what's going on in current events as far as hiring, jobs, um, any best practices, tips and tricks for companies on the hiring side and for candidates on the job seeking side what's new brianna in the job world yes so today we are breaking down this linkedin news article we recently saw that is titled finding a job that you like maybe even love which if you think about it so many people are in jobs that they don't like or don't enjoy and suffering day to day which is and relationships too and relationships yes and that's something that evan talks a lot about too is you know vetting out of companies a lot like a relationship the job interview process Mm -hmm. yeah so in this article he kind of breaks down three ways that you can find a job that you will love and one of the things that he says is get to know what's important to you which I think is so crucial and is hardly ever talked about, but I think this step should happen even before you start interviewing with companies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Um, I think this goes, again, with everything. I mean, when you bring it to relationships, like how do you know what you are looking for in a relationship if you don't know yourself? Right. And so, yeah, I agree. That's a huge, huge first step in the job seeking process is really figuring out what it is that you enjoy, what you like, what you don't like. Right. And um, and sometimes that simply comes with experience. You know, especially if you are an entry-level person, like you don't really, I mean, you can read about it and stuff, but you don't really know what you like and you don't like until you kind of just put yourself out there. Right. So, um, you know, I think when you're looking for a new job, um, you know, taking with you, what did you like about your past experiences? What do you want to see more of um, in your next job? And what do you want to see less of? And um really like what's important to you and your personality and your career goals as well. Yeah. And we've even kind of seen this a little bit with, you know, just hiring for positions here at Hired Up. Um, But, you know, a lot of times it's people who are desperate to get out of their current situation and you ask them, you know, what are you looking out, looking for out of your next position? And it's a very generic answer. Um, And you can tell that, they themselves don't really know 
they're probably just desperate to get out of the situation that they're in. Or which, maybe maybe they don't have a job at all. Right, exactly, exactly. Which, if you're not clear about what you're looking for out of your next position, it's only going to put you in that spiral again of being in a place where maybe it's not the right fit for you. I agree. And um, again, just kind of going on this on this topic of relationships as well. It's like we all know the people or maybe we, we have been the people that just go from relationship to relationship and you know, you, nothing really changes because exactly. you, you're not taking that time to, to really reflect. assess yeah, and reflect and really, again, understand who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you like? Not what the other person likes or the other company likes. Right. What do you like um, and get really comfortable with being your unique self? Yes. And I think that's going to only help in the interview process and in the position itself. Exactly. Um, if you're confident in yourself and who you are and your talents and what you can bring, you know, there's, there's no anxiety when it comes to the interview process because at the end of the day, if if the company's not a fit, it's not a fit, right. and you have your boundaries, and this is what you're looking for, and that simply didn't meet um, your unique, um, you know, uh, what you're looking for. So. Right, and when you're confident in yourself too, as you know, a job seeker, whether you're in a relationship or what have you, um, you find that whenever it doesn't work out, or you know that interview you know, didn't go as well, you're okay with it because you know that you're confident in yourself and it just wasn't the right path for you. Right. Whether that was the decision on the company's part or your part, you know. Right. You don't necessarily attach yourself to the outcome, yeah. you know, in that, that panic fear mode. Sure. And again, it's a little tricky because at with jobs, at the end of the day, it's a paycheck, yeah. you know, and it helps you, um, do the things you need to do. Right. So it's a catch 22. Yeah. So, I mean, on one hand, yes, you should be confident in yourself. You should, you should have a good, um, grasp on who you are and what you're looking for and why. And, um, but also, you know, if you are between jobs or if you are, you know, in a in a current job that's really taking a toll on your mental health, um, that desperation's, you know, probably going to creep in anyways. Yeah. It's bound to at some level or another, you know. Right. And so just, you know, what, obviously the best case scenario is you're looking for a job or you're looking for a new opportunity while, you're, while this current opportunity is still um, sustaining you. Right. Um, so you don't have that desperation. Um, the best position to be in. Right. Or, you know, maybe you're kind of have taken a leave, and this is something that I've done in the past. I've just taken, I've saved up a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I took a leave. I was like, I need to, Get I need life. to make my, <laughs> yeah, I need to make my next move. I don't know exactly what it's going to be. Um, but I was able to live off of that yeah. for, for a while. So um, either way, just make sure that you have your safety net covered, I guess. Correct. 
Yeah. And then just to kind of cap that out too, I think a good thing for anyone who is looking for their next career move or going into an interview, even if you think you might know, I think it's always good to put some pen to paper and just write down so you can visually see what am I looking for out of my my next position. If it's flexibility, okay, outline what flexibility looks like. You know, really kind of get clear on your perfect company or your dream job or a type of environment that you thrive in. Right. Yeah. And it, I, I, th- I would also think weigh those out too. Right. Exactly. It's like flexibility is really important to you, but how important is it? Right. Are you willing to sacrifice some salary? Are you willing to sacrifice some other things, you know? Um, and same goes for any other aspect that you might be looking for in your next job. So, um, you know, perfection doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, that's just the way it goes. So, um, you know, you just want to set yourself up in the, in the best situation possible. Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously, you know, you're more than likely not going to get every single one of your check marks. Right. So weighing it is helpful. So that leads right into tip number two that uh, this author has, which is align with prospective jobs. So he says that you'll need to dedicate time to researching the company to figure out if they meet your criteria. Pretty self-explanatory, but take the time in the interview process to research the company, not only for, you know, having a good interview, but really just vetting out, do these align with my core beliefs? Like even just past looking at their mission statement, I think look at what do they do as a company? What kind of um, areas do they participate in? uh, And see if, if that aligns with the things that you have written down on your piece of paper. I agree. It's really hard to, no matter how skilled and how talented you are, no matter how much great experience you have, um, it's really hard to give your best in a position at a company where you don't believe in the product or service. Right. So, for instance, for me, I don't really like insurance. <laughs> no offense to anyone who works in that industry. Right. But... I, it's not something I'm really passionate about. It's not something I could see myself um, persuading other people on. Mm-hmm. And so I could have a, there could be an open position at an insurance company that fits all my skill sets and everything. And maybe the pay is really good. Right. But again, what am I willing to sacrifice? Mm-hmm. And I just can't see myself sacrificing you know, uh, just not aligning with the, a company's product or service. Right. It would make it kind of hard going in every day whenever you think insurance is the most boring exactly. product known to yeah. man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm such a believer, too, in, like, we are the sole person in charge of our future. So if you don't put in the work now, if you don't really vet out a company you know, it's up to you to decide, you know, where's my future going to go. It's up to you to decide, you know, I'm going to work for my perfect company, my dream company, although perfection, you know, never exists, but, you know, something that gets you closer, something because 
this whole topic is talking about a job that you love or enjoy going to every single day. So I think you have to be a little bit in control of your destiny here and really kind of put in the work, not just mass applying to every job. Um, again, there's stipulations on that, like we've talked about, if you're in a position where you not, you're not currently at a job and you need a job, you know, um, but kind of take control of the situation, you know. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, the one other caveat I would add is you could be at a job that you love. You could have found that perfect job, but at the end of the day, even a job you love at a company that you believe in is not going to completely fulfill you. Such a great point. Um, and so no matter what the job is, it's important to balance out your work life and your personal life mm -hmm. and make sure that you're fulfilled in your personal life and you're doing things that you genuine you genuinely love right. outside of the workplace you know you you do hobbies that you're interested in mm -hmm. you you know just partake in things that really um you know enlighten you right and so that makes going to any job that much easier because your cup is full when you go to work yeah. instead of like half empty cup. And then you have to give all of this stuff, all of your energy, mm -hmm. especially if you're giving that to something that you don't care about. Like, yeah, of course you're going to get burned out and you're going to get in a rut pretty quickly. Right. We talk about this all the time too, of, your job can't be your sole place of happiness and fulfillment. You know, you have to have hobbies and it's okay. like, we want you to love your job. You know, that's what this whole topic is about, but you also have to have fulfillment outside of your jobs. Um, whether that's like you said, hobbies or maybe even a side hustle, you may love your job, but you're also really passionate about skincare, like I am. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so making sure you're fulfilled in other ways, because if you're relying on your job for your sole place of happiness and fulfillment, um, a lot can go wrong if a little tiny wrench is, you know, thrown in the plan or if something little happens here or a project didn't deliver on time or, you know, what have you. It can really throw a wrench in your happiness and your mood and just your overall state of being. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, this goes for everything. Yeah. Like seeking externally what you should um, provide for yourself internally, I think is kind of the name of the game. Yeah. Um, and so whether that's fulfillment at a job, whether that's your love life, whether that's success, you know, money, all these things, um, if you seek it outside yourself, that means that that whatever it is your has control over you. Right. Whereas if you have that within yourself, there's nothing that can control you. There's nothing that can trigger you um, or ruin your day. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's just a life lesson. I was just about to say that. So, um, yeah, but I think that's really good. So the last kind of little nugget of information he gives is be realistic and keep the process going. 
So he says, find out what's out there. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. You really have to know what makes you happy before you embark on your new role, which we've kind of said that here. You really have to know what makes you happy before you embark on your new role, which kind of goes back to point number one. You know, write down, have a visual list of what makes you happy, even outside of work. Right. You know, just generally things that make you happy uh, because you might come across a position um, that has things on your list that make you happy that aren't necessarily work-related that you didn't even realize. Exactly. And, uh, and again, like weighing those pros and cons, like, listen, at the end of the day, you're the thing that you may be seeking the most is freedom and flexibility. And you may be willing because that is so strong within you to sacrifice things like maybe some salary or some, some, some PTO or something, because you know, um, if you can structure your day how, exactly how you want and, you know, you really don't vibe with the nine to five, you know, you may take a job that on one hand you may not be in love with, right. but the what it affords you to do mm-hmm. um, is much more valuable to you. And so, again, it, there's no cut and paste sort of solution here because everyone's different. Um, but the one main takeaway, I guess, from this article is you got to know yourself and what you want before you can actually get that. Exactly. <laughs> so, And it's important, like it says in the article, to be realistic too, because like we've mentioned, there's no perfect job. There's going to be bad days sometimes. Um, and you might have to give a little to get what you want in the long run, kind of like what you said, give up some PTO or, um, I don't know, other, the other things you mentioned, but, um, it all kind of goes back to what's important to you most. I agree. And, um, the other thing I'll say is, you know, I say grass is not always greener on the other Mm -hmm. side. Also don't judge a book by its cover too. So, you know, you could think that, oh, Netflix, I, I enjoy Netflix. That means that company would be a dream company to work for. Right. Or just because you know a company or, you know, doesn't mean you don't know anything about what goes on inside. Exactly. You may see what goes on outside and you like that. But, um, you know, uh, a lot of times some of these companies are very, it's a very cutthroat sort of environment. Right. And if that's not your bag, and if that's not something you want to be a part of, you know. Whereas on the flip side, a company in an industry that you may have never thought of before um, ends up actually being the perfect fit based on what you value most and um, also affords you the opportunity to learn um, about the new industry that you're in. Exactly. Just because you don't know about an industry doesn't mean that you couldn't be a perfect fit at a company. Yep. Got to be open-minded. Exactly. Alrighty. Well, I think that is everything. Kind of yeah. a short one today. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I think uh, on future episodes, we'll give a little bit of a rundown on what is just the overall numbers in the job market yeah. and kind of, um, you know, spend, spend a little time talking about that and what industries are hiring um, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll be very helpful for yeah, a lot of people out there. I agree. But uh, guys, uh, hopefully you got some takeaways from this that are, that are helpful. Um, again, if you need some more practices on kind of getting centered, um, you know, we do have a whole series that we filmed previously with myself uh, <laughs> going over that uh, mindful minute. Check yeah. it out. Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you want to do any more plugs? Uh, catch us on YouTube. We have been on YouTube a lot lately, trying to grow a presence there. So if you ever want to watch one of these podcasts, if you want to see our beautiful faces, hmm. you can head over to YouTube and watch us over there too. Absolutely. And we're, we're trying to grow on LinkedIn as well. Um, TikTok, we're coming for you. <laughs> we're coming everywhere. So Everyone uh, watch out. <laughs> yeah, watch out, watch out. So, um, yeah, with that, uh, thanks for tuning in to Hiring Talk this week, and we will talk to you guys next week.